Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for joining me today for this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am so excited about my guest today. I am talking to Dr. Isabel, who's coming to us from New Zealand, so which is the site of one of our retreat experiences in February 2024. So stay tuned. Dr. Isabel is a functional medicine doctor, and she's the founder of a really cool thing she's calling Doctor on a Mission. We're going to have a really great conversation about how important it is to keep our brains intact today. We're going to just, there's going to be all kinds of juicy stuff that we're going to be talking about today. So you definitely want to listen in big time here. Dr. Isabel, thank you for joining me today. Hi, Allison. Welcome. Welcome. I'm excited (laughs) to talk to you. (laughs) I want to say welcome to the next day because here in New Zealand, we're a day ahead. And I was just welcoming you. I just want to let you know the next day is amazing. Awesome. I love it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So tell my audience a little bit about you. And I know you're a physician, you're a functional medicine doctor, you're, you've got your hands and some really exciting stuff, but I would really like for you to tell my audience a little bit about you and your background. Sure. Thank you. Um, hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm really excited to be speaking to you. Um, I just want to let you know that uh, as a medical doctor, since 1991, I just realized about in 2000 that uh, what I had learned, I had to kind of relearn a different way of taking good care of people and getting to the root cause of how to take good care of people. Mm -hmm. And not only people, but also myself. Mm -hmm. And so I found functional medicine. And functional medicine is a beautiful way of doing medicine where we get to the root cause, like the reasons why people are so unwell. Mm -hmm. And that is through the Institute of Functional Medicine in America. And so I've been doing that training and continue to just continue to learn and be a lifelong learner in that. I love it. I love it. So, so what exactly do you do now on a daily basis? You don't, do you see patients today? I know you're heavily involved in some other things that we're going to talk about as well. Yes, I still see patients. Um, All of my practice is telemedicine. So it's through Zoom and my patient, my clients are from America, New Zealand, Australia, pretty Mm -hmm. much down under and in America. I love it. uh, That is about 50% of my practice. And then the other part is doing social media and educating the public Uh and empowering people. Yes, because I think you'll agree that as professionals, a lot of our job is putting our teacher hat on, right? And educating people on to use your word, the root cause, but also like, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, um, manageable little bite-sized pieces that can help them build their knowledge base, right? Which can hopefully help them make better decisions for themselves. Right. Because people have a tough time implementing big ideas. So you just, uh, you just give them snackable bits of information mm-hmm. that they can mm-hmm. munch on. And yep. once it's digested, they're yep. ready for another little bit of love information. It. I love it. You're speaking my language. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I just, you know, I feel like in today's day and age, especially when it comes to healthcare and medicine, 
health and fitness, supplements, whatever, you name it. I mean, the list is like a mile long. Mm. We There's so much information out there. It's hard for people to be able to say, oh, well, that's right and that's wrong because everybody has their own thoughts about what works. I agree with you. And that's that's the beauty of functional medicine. Functional medicine is personalized yeah. and specialized medicine yeah. for that specific person. Yeah. So, so what works that, for one doesn't necessarily work for the other. I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like a lot of people out feel like functional medicine. I don't for lot for I mean, and I don't please don't take offense to this, but I almost feel like for to some people it's like a buzzword today because I I feel like it's being used a lot. And I don't know that the general public really understands what it is. Can you explain a little bit about what functional medicine is and how it's different from traditional, like sure. everyday medicine, if you will? Absolutely. So uh, as a conventional medical doctor, I was trained in as a family practitioner Okay. in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And we are, we know how to take care. We know how to take care of a little things. Mm-hmm. We're a master we're a jack of all trades and a master uh-huh. of none. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and what we know how to do, we're able to take care of. However, if you've got a heart problem, we refer you to the cardiologist. Mm-hmm. If you've got a brain problem, we refer you to the neurologist or the psychiatrist. If you've got a kidney problem, we refer you to the neuro- to the nephrologist. Mm-hmm. If you've got a gut problem, we refer you to another specialist. Right. So, Conventional medicine just refers people out. Right. Functional medicine sees the person as a whole human being, not as just organs and how that whole human being works together. I love it because you see the whole person and you're like, oh, that's why this is happening. Oh, that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's very personalized and you just are able to investigate the whole person. Of course, I do referrals when when it's yeah. when it's beyond of course. me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. So, what do you think right now speaking of seeing the whole person and getting at the root cause of things? I mean, being down in New Zealand, you probably see things through a little bit different lens than what we do here in the US. And I'm just wondering um if what you're if you're seeing any health problems like are really predominant right now or anything that you think is really i don't for lack of a better way to say it front and center in people's minds my my glasses are the same here as they were in in America when I lived in America I've been here okay. for 22 23 years uh and healthcare is a mess oh yeah i mean it it's gotten to this point um Mm-hmm. For lack of better word, for lack of understanding yeah. of the root causes of people's problems. Yeah. And we don't have a healthcare system. We've got disease management and we yeah. are taught how to just give people pills. So that yeah. happens not only in America, but in New Zealand and Australia and uh-huh. in other parts of the world. Yeah. The number one issue is brain health. The number one issue is understanding that people don't have a mental illness issue. They've got a brain health issue. And I love how you put that. Once people learn how to take super wonderful, beautiful, loving care of your brain health, then you've got excellent mental health to deal Mm -hmm. with what's going on. But we don't see that in conventional medicine and conventional medicine is the way the world is run right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, my dad's a retired physician. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, the last 10 years that he practiced, all, he just kept saying, it's an insurance-based system. You know, it's not about the patient anymore. It's about the dollars and cents at the end of the day. And that's really unfortunate. What kind of doctor was he? An ophthalmologist. Yeah, it's just, yep. it's just really, it's wrong and people need to take back their power. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what I encourage people to do when they work with me and my husband, who's a chef and a health coach. Mm-hmm. Um, we teach people to become the CEO of their health, like mm-hmm. take back, reclaim your health. You're yes. in control. Yes. You I know, love it. Just learn how to take control of your health and ask the right questions. No, I love that because I just think that we need to just keep saying that just over and over and over again until like ad nauseum almost just because people need to hear it over and over again. Yeah. I mean, I still have to work with my own doctor. You know, mm-hmm. I have my own doctor on ground, a general practitioner uh-huh. and also a, fa- a functional medicine doctor. Now, my functional medicine doctor, I under- understands my questions. Yeah. However, my GP who orders my labs that are subsidized, that are paid for free in the con- mm-hmm. in this country, mm-hmm. she still questions me like, why do you need that? You don't need that. And I'm like, yes, I need. So I know what it's like to have yeah. to fight for your health because yeah. I have to do it as a yeah. doctor. <laughs> yeah, well, so what I mean, we know our bodies better than anybody, you know, and I think when when we don't feel when we feel like something's not right or something's not adding up, then we we should always feel like we can ask that question. Absolutely. And I always say to people, some get a little annoyed, like, no, you're the doctor. And I'm like, people go, well, what? I always ask them, what do you think? What does the doctor inside of you? Yeah. Think. And yeah. they go, Oh, but you're the doctor. And I go, No, I'm your second opinion. Yeah. I love you that. live with you 24 seven. Yeah. So what do you feel? How does this sit with you? What's going on? Why do you think this is happening? No, I love that. I love that you keep reminding people that they're the best expert in the, of themselves. Yeah. But at the same time, challenging when they are convinced that it's something, I think it's our job as professionals to say, No, here's why. You know, just let's separate the thoughts from the facts here and let's let's get into what is the root cause. Right. 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 Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about brain health. Um, Let's just start at the bottom first. Um, Tell me in a nutshell, if you can just kind of give us the 50 cent version. First of all, what is what does brain health look like in terms of like day to day practices, if you will? And what are some things that we can do to empower ourselves to ensure that we're taking care of our brain? That's a big question. I know, but you're the expert. (laughs) I want to hear from you. (laughs) The brain and the body are not separated. They're all one big happy family. And when you take good care of your brain health and I'll, you know, in a nutshell, uh, it means your diet, your exercise, your sleep, your stress, your brain stimulation, uh, detoxification, your gut health, supplementation. I mean, it's that's all just, tied together. It's all tied together. Your adverse childhood experiences, what has happened to you in the past to affect mm-hmm. your limbic system. I mean, it's a big picture, but once you understand what your, what is, Imba- causing imbalances in you, mm-hmm. then you know 
mm-hmm. what to take care of. Like it's not everything. Not everybody yeah. has all those contributors. You just need to understand which contributor mm-hmm. or contributors are mm-hmm. affecting your brain health and learn to take good care of those mm-hmm. and keep those balanced and address them. No, oh, I love that. So, you know, it, this is, I'm probably poking the bear a little bit when I say this, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to like be, I'm just going to come right out and ask you of these, these levers that you just mentioned, you know, the, mm. the eating properly, moving your body, sleep and rest, managing stress, you know, the mind body connection, managing your thoughts, all of that. Is there any one of those that stand out above the others? Is there any yes. one of those that maybe con- has more control over the others, if you will? I would say two. Okay. Diet and your okay. gut health. So what you eat and your gut health. So tie that together for me then. In one sentence or? Well, no, just we- kind of just yeah. say it in your own words. I'm just, I'm thinking of all the people out there listening because mm-hmm. I honestly, I really feel like when you hear gut health, Again, people think that's a buzzword. You know, there's oh so gosh. many people out there talking about it, but they're not really getting underneath as to what it really is and how that affects us on a day-to-day basis. Sure. Well, <clears throat> I'll start with gut health. Okay. So leaky gut, I hope the word leaky gut becomes a normal word in conventional medicine because mm-hmm. it's a big issue. Yeah. And conventional medicine has always thought of it as, oh, it doesn't exist. Well, yeah. it does exist yeah. and you can test for it. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a leaky gut in simplistic terms, you think of your your gut as a sausage. Mm-hmm. You know, the okay. sausage casing. Yeah. 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 And like the letter, ins- like a tubular. Yeah. 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 And inside the sausage is the food you eat that gets mm-hmm. digested and then you poop it out. Mm-hmm. Right. The lining of that sausage is completely intact because mm-hmm. right next to that mm-hmm. lining is your mm-hmm. blood vessel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? okay. And your blood vessel is sterile. It should be a hundred percent virgin clean. Mm-hmm. without bugs in it. Yeah. However, there's certain foods and drugs and stress and toxins mm-hmm. that will cause holes ah, in uh-huh. the sausage. Just eat away at that protective lining. Or just cause a hole yeah. called leaky gut. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is the undigested food gets passed into the bloodstream well, your bloodstream should be completely sterile. It should right. be complete. So that your, contaminates, contaminates. Great things. word. Yeah. And then your immune system, which is your army, mm-hmm. sees right. it mm-hmm. and starts attacking it. And that's where inflammation starts. Inflammation is fire. Just think of the word fire. Yeah. That's a really good okay. analogy for it. <clears throat> now you've got those immune complexes and your immune system together. And, you know, your bloodstream doesn't bypass your brain. It actually goes through. Right. So all of those contaminants (laughs) circulate and affect our brain on a daily basis. And you can get a leaky brain Mm, from that. And so the, the blood flow in your brain, your immune system in your brain and the blood flow, uh, activates the immune system called microglia and the microglia goes, Holy moly, I got junk in my brain. I got to start the fire. I got to start putting in water, you know, to Uh put out this fire. Mm -hmm. And so that, that causes the beginning of brain health issues. Interesting. Okay. So like, 
that, no, I just, that when I you just hear wanna, the word I just brain wanted pop. to say, I just uh-huh. wanted to add. Uh-huh. So when we have firemen that mm-hmm. come, I'm mm-hmm. just kind of finishing the No, picture. no, I like it. Let's go. So when the firemen come, mm-hmm. which is your immune system, mm-hmm. the firemen come and push, put water out on the fire mm-hmm. and then the fire's done. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. You would think. You would think. But if you keep on insulting and starting the fire over and over again with our food, with Mm -hmm. our eating, which causes leaky gut, then you've got inflammation continuously and your, Mm -hmm. your immune system is continuously on. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like your immune system stays on high alert all the time. And eventually that takes its toll, right? Eventually It it can't continue to do its job if its resources are overtaxed, right? Exactly. And you can actually check your microbiome, which is like the the community of bacteria mm-hmm. in your gut, right? The good bacteria, the bad bacteria. Well, the good bacteria, you can actually see them lying on their backs mm-hmm. because they're in the red zone. You know, if you look at the continuum, there's a red zone, there's a green zone. They're lying on their backs in red because they fought so hard. Yeah. Well, you know what? We need our immune system. Yeah. Able to fight at any time. Mm -hmm. So to kind of connect all that, our food, our diet Mm -hmm. affects our gut health, Mm -hmm. which affects our brain health because we all work together. I mean, it's been said over and over again that your gut, your brain is your second, your, your brain health. I mean, Uh your gut health is your second, your second brain. brain. Yeah. I've actually read that in several places. And this is one of the reasons why it's recommended that we take a probiotic, right? Right. Probiotics with prebiotics. So prebiotics help feed the back, the good bacteria. Right. And it's important to change your probiotic every three months just to to bring in new good guys in. Okay. Okay. Interesting. It's funny that you mentioned that because I've interviewed other coaches and everyone has kind of their own opinion on probiotics. Some say every month change it. And some Mm -hmm. say, no, go longer than the three months that you just talked about. So, but I I think the common thread is, is that don't take the same one. Right. Change it up. And so I just say, just for simplicity, three months. Interesting. From the research that I've seen and from my teachings is every three months. Okay. Well, that's interesting. That's good to know. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Knowing what we know now about the connection between the gut and our, you know, and our immune system and the leaky brain, as you talked about it, 
So you referenced having brain problems at some point. So that would definitely affect our, you know, our ability, our cognition, if you will, our ability to have clear thoughts and be able to think clearly. And, you know, what to, for, if you'll pardon my expression, play with a full deck, right? So, yeah. Yeah. so, um, so I'm just wondering if you could speak to that then. Well, we now know that, and I'll, I'll just say it no, right from ahead. the top that having Alzheimer's is an option now. Uh-huh. I mean, if you don't have good brain health in the long run, you can end up with Alzheimer's. So what we've been talking about can gradually influence or maybe decide is a better word, decide whether or not you're actually going to develop Alzheimer's. Cause I feel that's a really hot area right now. It seems like every time I turn on the media or I read something or whatever, some famous person, some celebrity, even people very young, like in their forties are being diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Exactly. And um, so the reason this is such a hot topic is because my, my mentor, and my colleague, Dr. Dale Bredesen, mm-hmm. has just come, who wrote the book, The End of Alzheimer's, mm. and who also wrote the book. Have you read that book, The End I of Alzheimer's? I have not, no, but I would oh, like to. Oh, you have to. It's so good. Okay. And also, uh, Survivors. He also wrote this book called The Survivors, The First Survivors of Alzheimer's. Hmm. And he, okay. he accounts 10, 10 clients that he had that reversed Hit the Alzheimer's. Mm. And so Dr. Bredesen has just, he was the first one to publish clinical studies mm-hmm. in a landmark study that showed the reversal of Alzheimer's mm-hmm. Wow! in people, not mice, yeah. in people, not yeah. mice. And I highlight that. Wow. And, and his landmark study showed improvement in 84% of the, of his clients. Wow. Now, as a that's medical, that, that's, Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy because as a medical doctor, I was trained. There's nothing you can do. Right, right. I've read plenty of studies that have suggested that too. Right. And so he has, he started this research 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And in 2018, um, I was, I was by the grace of God, because I believe in God yeah, <laughs> and I same. don't believe, and I don't believe anything was a coincidence. I felt like I was led to him to help people, but also to help myself because, mm-hmm. um, I had been suffering with, with anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And in a nutshell, in 2013, when I started Doctor on a Mission, I, uh, I was 53 mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm tired of the way we're doing medicine. We've got to do it differently. I'm not helping my people. I'm just keeping them on pills for the rest of their lives. They're not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And uh a year later, I was I found myself not only as a wife, a mother, and a doctor, but a brand new entrepreneur. Like mm-hmm. I don't learn how to do online social media entrepreneur in medical school. This is yeah, as you know, we yeah. learn as we go, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, it's one faith step after another. Mm-hmm. And I became super anxious. I realized now that I was menopausal, mm-hmm. which was not understood when I was taken care of. And I only slept three hours for 17 straight nights. Wow. By the Yeah. By the end of those 17 mm-hmm. nights, I tried to take my life twice mm. in three days. 
Mm-hmm. And by the grace of God, that plan was stopped. I was taken to a psychiatrist. The psychiatrist did not do blood tests. He just said, and I love him because mm-hmm. he put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so grateful that he got me back to sleep, mm-hmm. which helped me. Yeah. But he said, Isabel, I want you to be on this antidepressant mm-hmm. and this sleeping tablet for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And Allison, at that point, I had totally surrendered. And yeah. I was completely obedient yeah. because yeah. I wanted to live because I was, I was falling. I was able to sleep now, mm-hmm. but deep down inside, I said, Hmm, we'll see about that. Yeah. We'll see about whether I'm going to be on. That yeah. Medication I don't blame you. I would have, honestly, I probably would have thought that too. Yeah. 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 And so I began, I began a journey with my husband mm-hmm. and for over the years from 2014 until 2016, I learned about more and more about functional medicine and how it affects your brain. But more importantly, I met Dr. Bredesen and Mm -hmm. Dr. Bredesen helped me understand that women, two thirds of people with Alzheimer's are women. Wow. And the women are higher risk for Alzheimer's. Two thirds of people with Alzheimer's are women. Now there's a lot of contributors, which we can talk about now, but one of them is hormones. Mm. Women go through menopause, men and women go through menopause or andropause, but men, women go through menopause quickly. Yeah. It's kind of like this. Yeah. Okay. And for me, I was menopausal. Nobody had checked my estrogen level. Nobody had checked my thyroid, my vitamin D, my progesterone, my DHEA. Mm -hmm. They didn't even know about checking that. Yeah. And I was on this antidepressant and then he, his study, his research and further research that I did helped me understand that people, women are placed on antidepressants in perimenopause and menopause, which increases our risk of cognitive decline. Interesting. Wow. So I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to learn how to come off this medication and repair the contributors that are affecting my cognition. Yeah, right. So- now I'm way over on the other end by the grace of God again. Yeah. And I've learned the protocol. I've learned how to help reverse and prevent Alzheimer's in people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just grateful for that journey that, mm. that I was. That's quite I, a I was, story. That's quite a story to share on, yeah. with people. So, so in a nutshell, if you could sum up then. Like if you had one or two thoughts, maybe that you want, if people don't walk away with anything else from our chat. What do you want them to know? There's so many things, but if you could sum it up and it could be more than a couple of sentences. It's not, it's your mental unwellness is not a mental illness issue. I really want you to understand this. It's not a mental illness issue. It's a brain health issue. And once you learn the contributors that are affecting the imbalance uh-huh. of brain health with a qualified functional medical practitioner that understands how to do the test, how to interpret the test, how uh-huh. to course correct you, then you can get back on track. Your brain yeah. is fixable. Your yeah. brain is fixable. Yeah. And then number two is having Alzheimer's is an option now. Yeah. Those are the two biggies. I just think that's just, it's so huge that people listening understand that because that's phenomenal. I think like you, for years, it's like I've read, once you're diagnosed, it's it's almost like, and I know this is probably not the right analogy, but I'm just going to say it. 
for years, osteoporosis was irreversible. And now we, we know we can reverse that for years. Type 1 diabetes was irreversible. And we know a lot more about diabetes now. So to your point with, with, you know, Alzheimer's, the fact that we can repair our brains, not just from managing our thoughts, which is a big piece of it too. Oh, yeah. But understanding the chemical pieces, the pieces that the average person might think is really above their head, right? To be able to dissect that and put those pieces back in place so that, I mean, that's huge. That's like, that is phenomenal that we're able to do that. It is huge. It is yeah. huge. And I'm so grateful that he's done that, you know, and that he continues. Yes, we have to do more studies. Of course, we have to do more studies. But we need to get the old fashioned medicine out of our brain and start doing the up to date medicine, which yeah. shows us that Alzheimer's is preventable yeah. and reversible. Yeah. And it's a lifestyle issue. Yeah. I mean, it is a lifestyle issue. I totally agree with you there. Yeah. 5%, 5% of Alzheimer's is familial. And that means that it runs in families and it usually starts being seen early in the twenties, thirties and forties. Okay. Okay. 5%, 95% is lifestyle choices. Yeah. Wow. That's phenomenal. That's really I mean, phenomenal. The- Let that sink in. 95% of Alzheimer's is lifestyle related, which really translates into choices that we make. And that's why I'm on my mission with my yeah. husband, because people need to get empowered and know the yeah. truth because yeah. the truth love it. will set them free. Yes, I love it. So so real quick, give me like four or five easy daily practices when it comes to brain health that people okay. can walk away with today. Just okay. like eat more. It could be something that they eat more of. It could be... Let's think about like direct things that impact our brain health. Sure. Yes, I've got it right here. Okay. Because I knew you're going to ask me that question. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Because well. <laughs> I like simple thoughts too. So yeah. I mean, you know, I I yeah. I'm a simple-minded person. I don't yeah. even know how I made it through medical school, but well, I like simple. And you know, one of the things I always try to do on this show is I always want people to walk away with actionable, easy tips that they can start right away. It's not, I got to go read about it. I got to go get ready. No, give me something easy that people can walk away with. Right. All right. Number one, drum roll. Yep. Diet. Diet. Get rid of sugar. Now there is sugar in everything. Fruit Uh is sugar. Coconut sugar is sugar. Honey is sugar. Maple syrup is sugar. Stop eating so many things that are high in carbohydrate. Mm-hmm. Eat, eat more of a plant-based, mild, ketogenic, fiber-rich diet. I'll say okay. that again. Mild, um, a plant-based, plant-based, mm-hmm. mild, ketogenic, fiber-rich diet. Got it. For the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And so when you say gonna, mild ketogenic in layman's yeah. terms, what does that mean? Um, if you're blowing into a ketometer, it's between one and four. Okay. But for the average person that doesn't know what that is, what does that mean? So, so just eat more, eat dark green leafy vegetables. Okay. Got that. For, first, mm-hmm. then eat your protein. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then at the end of your meal, you can have your carbohydrates. Got it. 
Okay. Like your, your sweet potato, your yams. If mm-hmm. you're going to have a dessert, eat it at the end of your meal after you've had your fiber, then your protein with your oils. Yeah. And then your, yeah. Okay. So it's like a, almost like a hierarchy you're encouraging people to use, right? Yeah. It's yeah. hacks. It's yeah. kind of like hacks. Yeah. Got it. Okay. All uh, right. Num- number two is okay. hormones. Okay. Get your vitamin D levels optimized. And, you know, most people are low in vitamin D. Yeah, everybody thinks, oh, but I'm out in the sun, you know, I'm fine. But you want your vitamin D level. Vitamin D affects 900 genes in your body. Wow. 900 genes. Wow. One little, and it's not even a vitamin, it's a hormone. But anyway, we, we, that's why I've got it under hormones. So get your vitamin D levels. In so, optimal so most range. people should take a vitamin D supplement. Is that what you're saying? Suggesting after they, after they've gotten your blood test, test, don't guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. N- number three is sleep. So seven to nine hours a night. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm reading now more and more. It used to be like eight hours, eight hours, eight hours was what all experts say. But that seven to nine is kind of like just a bigger window because obviously I'm in fitness and the more fit we get, the more active we are, the better our sleep quality is. But for me, my sweet spot is usually about seven to eight hours, somewhere in there. Yeah. And I encourage people to quit drinking alcohol Yeah, because it won't help their sleep. It just messes up their REM. Yeah. And it it actually decreases the sleep quality big time. Right. Right. I mean, I do. When I drink red wine during the holidays, hey, Mm -hmm. why not? (laughs) Of course. It affects my sleep. So I know. I I love my glass of wine too, but I hear you. I hear you totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I sleep better. Number three is get your gut health right. Now, what does that mean? Dark green leafy vegetables. Get rid of um, the, the good fats. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to keep it as simple as possible. No, like avocados. Eat, eat good fats like avocado, yep. olive oil, extra virgin olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got you. No, yeah. that's like, those are all staples in my house. So yeah. from everything I, that I, when you read about gut health, it's like, those are the main foods that pop up. And what's the last one? That's four. So you used to mention five. Well, can I give two more? Yeah, of course. Okay. Absolutely. So- Exercise. Exercise uh, is so important. Speaking my However, language. but not too much exercise. We mm-hmm. don't want to stress our adrenals because the research shows that if we exercise too much, we mm-hmm. shrink our memory center, which is called the hippocampus. Yeah. I didn't yep. say hippopotamus. I said yeah. the hippocampus. <laughs> right. And so right. we want to make sure that you don't, if you've got your cortisol levels too high from stressing out with your exercise. Uh-huh. You want to well, but uh, but to by the same token, stress is stress. So if you're really stressed out at work, or you've got a lot going on in your personal life, and it's affecting your ability to, you know, get things done. Stress is like one of those things that it's no calories, right? But it has like a phenomenal effect on mm-hmm. how the rest of our body operates. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I could give you seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You know, I did yeah. more thing, but but exercise, and I always encourage people to. Get their quad strength yeah. up. Yeah. So a hundred squats Monday through Sunday. Interesting. Because the stronger your thighs, uh-huh. the stronger your brain. And that's because it's a larger muscle group. I don't know why. Okay, that's re- interesting. Because as, as a fitness as a fitness professional, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. So I find that fascinating. Yes, so you're stronger. I definitely your want to read more about that. <laughs> 
You can so, read about it in Dr. Bredesen's book, The End of It All makes sense, Wars. though, because yeah. your legs are one of the biggest muscle groups in the body. Um, it's probably by far, the quads are probably by far one of the strongest muscle groups in the body. So it totally makes sense. So, And, and you see, the older you get, if you don't have good quad strength, mm-hmm. people lose their balance. Well, and the number fall. one reason why people can't stay in their homes is that they lose strength. That's just a fact. Yeah. So that's why people have to go into assisted living and into nursing homes because they they lose the ability to be able to take care of themselves. And it's all related to how strong they are. I know. Yeah. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. So 100 squats. Love 100 it. squats. Okay. 100 squats. Yeah. And what's the last one? Toxins. Toxins. Uh, Your body, be. I mean, there's a lot of toxins. There's metals. Mm-hmm. There's pesticides, there's mm-hmm. mold, mm-hmm. there's herpes virus, there's a lot of toxins, biotoxins mm-hmm. that can affect your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, keep one of the biggest toxins is uh, a bacteria in your gums called P. gingivalis. And mm-hmm. P. gingivalis grows in pockets in your gums. So if your gums, when you go to the dentist, have your dentist check and do a perio chart. And that's where they stick like a little... um like a little needle or a, a a measuring stick that goes into your gums. And if it's greater than three millimeters, then this bacteria called P. gingivalis that has been found in people's brains with Alzheimer's okay. and with people with heart attacks and strokes, mm-hmm. that can grow in there. So make sure that your gum health is in tip-top form. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. So, so, Let's say we've talked if there's so much good stuff here for people listening, but let's say someone out there is like, wow, this is absolutely phenomenal. I'm just, I don't know what to start with. What would you say is the one thing they can start doing today? Go to the ending Alzheimer's masterclass that we have on our website to begin begin your holistic training. Uh, masterclass on your website and we'll have yeah. that link in the, in the show notes as well. Yeah. So ending Alzheimer's masterclass. I've, yeah. you know, as a teacher, we mm-hmm. cr- we simplify it. Yep. And so we've simplified it, my husband and I, as best we can so that people can understand, okay, this is how we do it. I step got it. By step okay. by step. Okay. So this has been so fascinating. I'm going to have to have you back for a future episode. Where can people find you? They can go to doctoronamission.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R on a mission.com. And they can find your masterclass there that you just talked about. Yes. Yes. And and in the link, we'll put it in the show notes, right? Yep. And then also Instagram, uh, the handle is Dr. On a Mission. And you're on LinkedIn too. And LinkedIn, yeah. Awesome. So you're not on Facebook then? Oh, yeah. I'm on Facebook too. Okay. So people can find you through any of your socials too. Right. Yeah. All right. Fascinating. Awesome. Thank you so much for making time today and coming to us from the other side of the planet. This has been really fun. I can't wait to meet you someday face to face when you come here. Of course you are. That's that's next year. It's like 13 months from now I'm going to be there. So, right. And what, what month were you going to be doing it? February, February? 2024. That's that's a good month because That's one of the best months because February and March are the best summer months here. That's what I hear. Yeah, that's what I hear. So I'm super, super excited. So thank you again for being my guest today. Thank you, Allison. Thank you. So if anyone out there, there's so much good stuff in this episode. So please 
go back, hit rewind, whatever you need to do to digest all of this amazing information. Um, you know, there's probably enough mm. information here that I could probably have two or three episodes, right? Um, but, you know, the one of the main reasons why I do this show is to make sure that you always have the best of information so that you can make the best decisions for you on how you take care of yourself. And honestly, I can't think of anything really more important than taking care of our brains, right? So, and before I sign off, I just want to say thank you for all of your support of me, of my message of the ultimate journey of self-care as we reach more people across the globe every single week. We're heard on all major platforms and we have thousands of people following us now every single week. And I couldn't do it without you. So just know that from the bottom of my heart, how thankful and how grateful I am for you, because this is it is you as to why I do all this for. If you are looking for a community that you can call your home now, now that it's the new year, please come over and join my private Facebook group, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. You can come over and join me there. We're going to be doing um, a healthy habits challenge coming up in a few weeks. Um, and we're going to be doing a lot more of those throughout the year. And that's a great way just for you to tie in with some like-minded people and just for you to get a little bit of a shot of accountability, which honestly is what I hear from people is their number one problem. Um, and number one thing that they really need support on. So, and that's one of the things that we do really well here at CU Fitness. So signing off for today, this is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one. 